All right. All right. We're back. And, you know, it's been a long, it's been a while. Let's put it that way. A lot of stuff went down the past few months, but I'm back. I'm going to try and make this more frequent because I, I miss it. I miss recording. I miss people, you know, asking, where is it? Where's the podcast? Blah, 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 whatever. Been a wild few months. Your boy's back. A lot's been going on. Between the Yankees sucking ass, the Knicks being, I mean, come on. Hold on, we're cracking one open for the Knicks. Hold on, give me a second. Oh, wait, wait. We hear that? Oh, yeah. That's for Julius Randle and the boys tonight. Oh, I mean, my God. Can you talk about a team that's done a complete just 180? And it's from coaching. And I told people this last year. I said, this team needs to get a coach. You get a coach, you're going to be a better team. Blah, blah, blah. Everything will work out. I will. Coaching is big in the NBA, and people think it's not, but it is. If you can manage the egos and make the team work as one, you're going to have a good team. And that's what these guys have said. All these guys have said this. We're essentially pulling the same rope. We're being, We're playing together. That's it. These guys are all talented guys. The NBA guys are all talented players. It's when you have the different attitudes, the different egos, etc. That's when you have bad teams. This team, I'm telling you right now, I have never had as much fun watching a Knicks team in my, you know, before Patrick Ewing, you know, like that whole era. After Patrick Ewing, this is the best team I've ever watched. It's so much fun. Every single game is just so much fun to watch. It really is. Julius Randle, I mean, my God, I, you talk about the epitome of a Nick. The guy's a beast. 37 minutes a game, 23 points, 10 rebounds, 6 assists, a steal. The guy's a beast, man, and I just, I love him. I really do. I, have, I haven't loved a Nick this much in, I don't even know how long, since I was a kid. I'm telling you, and people don't get it. R.J. Barrett, 17 and a half points a game, 5 rebounds, 3 assists. He's a fucking beast too. This is this is amazing. It really I just I love this. I really do. D Rose playing great. These guys are playing so good. Alec Burks quickly. The only complaint. The only complaint is Obi. And you know it sucks, you know. And he's an older rookie, so he's going to get shit, you know. He's 22 years old, blah blah blah. I get it. Could he be good? Maybe. I don't know. From what I've seen, I don't know. I mean, I, I root for the kid. He's a local kid. I want him to be good, and we'll see. But it, it's going to be tough. It really is. And it, I don't know if it's his fault. I don't know what it is. We'll find out. He needs a good offseason. That's really what he needs, a good, clean, hard offseason, and we'll see what happens with him. But for now, you have a good core, an amazing core. I'm telling you, and Bullock is playing great. This team is just, it's, I love it. Noel's a beast. It's, this is great. It really is. This team has a chance to beat not only a first round game. I'm telling you right now, they get the four, the five seed. They play the, if the Sixers get the one seed, I'm telling you right now, this team can beat the Sixers in a seven game series. They have the defensive tenacity, the defensive style to beat a team like the Sixers. You don't let Ben Simmons drive. You make him shoot. Make Ben Simmons shoot threes. I'm telling you right now. This team can do it. I'm I'm telling you. This is no bullshit. This Knicks team is very good. 
The way R.J. Barrett is playing right now, he started off so bad. This kid's playing like a beast. Julius Randle, give that man the max contract. Give him the key to the city. And you know what? How great would it be if somehow the Knicks and the Nets play in the conference finals? I'm, I'm, I know, pipe dream. It's a big pipe dream. But even if they get there and you take one or two games, it's a win, man. This team is up and coming. This team is going to be the new Nets team. I'm telling you, the guys are going to want to come here. I used to, I was the complete opposite of this. I said, just keep losing, keep losing. Nope, I was wrong, 100%. 100% wrong. The more you win, the more likely the guys are going to come. And that is, I'm telling you, that's it. And these guys are having so much fun. Tibby's a great coach. I love it. I really do. I love it. And then you look at this team, they have to just keep going now. Simple. Keep riding this wave. Are they going to win 10 in a row? I don't know. <laughs> I really don't. I don't know. And I, I'm really curious what's going to happen here. You have Toronto should be a win, I think. You got Phoenix, Chicago, Houston, Memphis. That Memphis and then the Denver game and then at Phoenix and at uh, the two L.A.s. Going to be tough. That's what, a six-game West Coast trip? You got to go three and three in there. Got to go three and three. Then you end with San Antonio, Charlotte, and Boston. Go three and three in that six-game road trip. The rest will take care of itself. This team's great. It, they are. This is no bullshit. I have been the most negative person with the Knicks. I'm not anymore. This team is good. They really are. You're going to have an uh, probably going to have a Hawks Knicks matchup in the first round or a Knicks Celtics maybe if they can jump Boston. These four to the seven, they're all separated by a game and a half. Knicks got to keep winning. That's it. Knicks just keep winning, and we'll see what happens. It's it's amazing. It really is. I love it. I mean, I'm talking about it with the boys now. Boys are buzzing. Knicks, are, this is the this is the best team like since you know since I was like eight years old. It's amazing. I love it so much. It's so much fun, and that's the thing. What they've been missing. You're giving. You gave us a team now that we can easily root for. These guys are un, unselfish. They all play together. Julius Randle, man, God bless the guy, dude. He's a beast. He is an absolute savage. I love him. That's it, man. There's not. I want max this dude up. Get him here the rest of his career. Make him the next Patrick fucking Ewing. That's it. I love it. God. But no, seriously, Knicks are great. Keep it up. Love it. Now, oh boy. I mean, you go to the polar opposite. The New York Yankees. Oh my God. Just so bad. Just atrocious. And I've been saying this. I'm telling you right I've been saying this. This team is not built to win. I don't care what your analytics say. I don't care what these nerds say. Baseball is baseball. You have to have guys who can hit for average, hit for contact, play defense, and then you're going to be a good team. Look at the fucking Rays. Who do the Rays have that's a big power bat? Randy Arozarena is a guy who's going to bat 280 to 2... Probably 280-ish. 280 to 290. Austin Meadows... 270 to 280. Those are their power guys. You have a bunch of other guys that play defense and put the ball in play. 
It's not hard. It's not a hard concept to get. And that's why I'm just so done with Brian Cashman as a GM. I really am. First off, the championships he won in the early 2000s were, 2000s were all because of Gene Michaels. Simple as that. Gene Michaels structured those teams. Gene Michaels put those teams together, and he assembled those teams. Did Cashman win the 09 World Series? Yes. How did he win? He spent in free agency. This team, if you're going to spend like a middle-tier team because Hal Steinbrenner doesn't want to spend money and be better, okay, no problem. You're going to be a middle-tier team. And right now you're the worst team in the American League. So this is what you got, Hal. boy. I'm sure your dad's happy right now, spinning in his grave probably, because you don't want to spend your money. Guess what, man? Then don't own a fucking franchise. That's simple. I'm sick of this shit. I am sick of people telling me it's going to turn around. It's not. This is the team. This is how it is. It's feast or famine. When they're feasting, they're going to win. When it's a famine, they're going to be the worst team in baseball. And that's what's happening now. A famine is going on. You have guys that are batting in the 190s all over. Excuse me, sorry. You have Gary Sanchez, 214, and he's having a pretty decent year. You have Clint Frazier, 160. Aaron Hicks, I'm going to get into him in a little bit, 160. Aaron Judge, 259. Giancarlo, 170. Brett Gardner, 214. This is it's not going to work. You have Glaber Torres is batting 180. It's not going to work. It's never going to work. The Yankees right now as a team have a phenomenal team ERA. They're actually like as a team they are playing a pitching very well. The pitching isn't the problem. And people don't get that. They think oh the starting pitching, it's not the starting pitching. It's really not. You have a Decent, you have decent stars. Kluber pitched well tonight. I'm not sure what else you want him to do. The guy let up one run. Not sure what else you want him to do, really. Tyone pitched good last night. Montgomery pitched well. These guys are pitching well. You have a good bullpen. You have one of the best bullpens, actually. But you have guys batting in the 100s. That's the problem. You don't have a... A bat that is just a dependable bat besides LeMahieu. And he, you know, I mean, he's he's doing better, but it's not great. Really isn't. And it, it, this just shows, man, I'm telling you. People don't get it. They think that this team's going to turn it around. I don't think they're going to. I think they're finishing third in the division, maybe second. They might get a wild card. Then they'll lose. If they win the wild card, they'll lose in the ALDS. It's going to be the same thing over and over again. Brian Cashman. Is not a phenomenal GM. Is he a good GM? I'd say he's a top 10 GM in baseball, maybe. I'd say he's around 10 to 12 as the GMs in baseball. I'll give him that. He's not the best GM in baseball. This idea that he is, it has to stop. It, there's nothing that you can tell me that it just it's not there. It's not. This is the same guy who has made probably the worst fucking signings ever, Carl Pavano, guys like that. Like, in, in what world are we okay with this? Jay, Jacoby Ellsbury, guys like this, you spend money on that. It's a combination of him being not a great GM and Hal Steinbrenner just absolutely being cheap. He is. Simple as that. You can't have Giancarlo Stanton making $20 million a year and only playing one side of the one side of the ball, just hitting. You can't expect to be good if your highest paid guy besides Cole 
isn't playing every day. You can't. There's just there's no logical way to say it. You're paying a DH $20 million. The game of baseball is more than just hitting. It's fielding. It's pitching. It's everything like that. Giancarlo doesn't play in the field. The fielding's atrocious. The Yankees are committing errors like the fucking, it's insane. How do you expect them to be good? If you're not going to spend the money. If you don't want to spend the money, then don't be the fucking owner. It's that simple, bro. You make so much money off the fans every single game, every single whatever. You charge us $18 for a goddamn steak. You charge us, what, 20 bucks almost for a 24-ounce of beer. Come on, man. I don't, I, you make so much money. You don't want to own a team, then don't own it, man. I'm being serious right now. If I own the goddamn Yankees, I'd be throwing money left and right. I would be Steve Cullen, 100%. That's why I envy Met fans now, and Met fans have it good. I'm telling you right now, the Mets are going to be good for a long time because they have an owner that actually gets it. You have to spend money to win. That's what baseball is. There's no fucking salary cap. There's no structuring a salary cap. This guy didn't want to pay money this year. They're, the whole tax is resetting next year. So what was the point in not spending the money this year? What was the point in it? What was the point in not spending money to make this team better? You're going with the same team that lost in the ALDS. They're not good. They're not. They're top five in the AL. That's not. That doesn't say much. The AL sucks. It does. I'm just, I'm sick of this shit. I really am. I'm so tired of it. And I, people don't get it. They think it's going to turn around. It's not. It's simple as that. It's not going to turn around. It isn't. You have a guy like Aaron Hicks. And I'm being serious. I've said this to at least five people the past uh, three or four days. Find me a person who makes $10 million or more that's worse than Aaron Hicks. That's not Chris Davis. Find me him. Find me someone that's worse that makes more than $10 million. I can't find him. Aaron Hicks sucks. He's atrocious. I'm not even getting into the politics part of it because I'm not even going there. I don't want to. I don't give a fuck about it. He sucks as a player. He's atrocious. Isn't good. He does nothing good anymore. He throws the ball 90 fucking five miles an hour. Great. That does a lot for me. If you can't catch the fucking ball, then does nothing. You bobble the ball in center field, does nothing. He sucks. It's that simple. He isn't good, and it's just showing now. He just is not a good player. You got to get rid of him. You got to. Him, Glaber Torres at shortstop. I'm telling, and people don't think I'm, I, don't people don't think it's real. I'm telling you right now, if Glaber Torres is not at shortstop, he's batting better. It's in his head. It's so obvious. He just is, he knows he's not, he knows deep down I'm not a good shortstop. And he's worrying about making errors. All the time, he's worried about it. And I don't, I, dude, I'm telling you right now, I don't blame him. It's tough. I mean, this was the problem with getting rid of DD. If you had a DD type guy, a good defensive shortstop, shortstop is the most important position in the infield. You need to be the best fielder. You have to. You're the captain of the infield. And that's not, Torres is not good enough to handle that and still be good hitting. He's not. It's all in his head. A lot of it is in his head. I'm telling you. And people don't get it. It's. This team just isn't good. And until this gets addressed. Until fucking Hal Steinbrenner. Grows a pair of fucking nuts. And spends. Like his goddamn dad would. This team is going to be the same. And as a Yankee fan. I'm disgusted. I don't care. Call me spoiled. Good. I don't give a fuck. Because guess what. The Yankees have been the only saving grace in my goddamn life with sports this whole time. 
because I've had to deal with the fucking Knicks, the highs and lows with the Rangers, the fucking highs and lows with the Giants, Jim Beheim and Syracuse basketball, who's a fucking idiot. And then I've dealt, I've had the Yankees. And I'm telling you, the Yankees have been the saving grace. It's always been a competitive team, blah, 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 whatever. How Steinbrenner doesn't want to spend? Okay, no problem, guy. Then, you know, don't expect us to, as Yankee fans, to be happy. Because we're not going to be. Yankee fans expect more. And call us spoiled all you want. We expect more. We expect you to do what it takes to put the best goddamn team on the field. And that's the problem. We don't have the best goddamn team on the field right now. And is that a, that's a mix of different things. It's a mix of Cashman. It's a mix of Hal not wanting to spend money. And it's a mix of going with a, you know, I'm not even going to blame Kluber because he's been, you know, he hasn't been bad. The rotation, I'm not worried about the pitching. That's what people don't get. I'm not worried about the pitching. I'm worried about the hitting because it's such a feast or famine lineup. When I want Brett Gardner to play center field, and as, and as, if you know me, you know how much I hate Brett Gardner, you know it's not good, and it's not. It's it's not good at all. This team isn't good. They're not. It's obvious. I don't care that it's been 16 games. They're not good. They aren't. They're not winning a World Series. Not even close. People just don't get that. They think that it's going to turn around. It's not. This is how the team is. Are they going to win 85 games? Probably, yes. They'll probably win 85 to 87 games, and they'll get a wild card, and then they'll lose again to the Rays because that's really what's going to happen. And people don't get that. They think that this is the Rays were a fluke last year. They're not a fluke. They play the game the correct way. You can give me every fucking analytical money bull stat you want. Baseball is still baseball. And until these GMs and analytical nerds understand that, and they don't try and incorporate both traditional types of players and the analytic type players with the OBP, the high strikeout, home run, launch angle shit, until they mix that together like a team like the Dodgers does, you're not going to win. You're just, you're not, you're not. Like, it's that simple. You're not going to win. You need guys that put the ball in play, that play the game the right way, steal some bases, et cetera, et cetera. You watched the World Series last year. People, think to yourself right now, what was the World Series like? It was baseball. There was stealing. There was everything. Sack punts. Everything was going on. Because why? Because that's how baseball is played. At the end of the day, you're still going to have baseball the traditional sense. In a, in a 162 games, do your analytics work throughout the entire thing? Probably. They might. They definitely will work throughout the entire 162 games. When you get to the playoffs, the nitty-gritty, it's the teams that do the little things that win the game. That's simple. The Yankees are in the famine stage right now of their entire uh, plan, which is feast or famine. It's that simple. People don't get that. They don't. They don't understand what it's like. They just think, oh, it's going to all work out. Don't worry. Yankees are going to be fine. They're not. So we did 20 minutes here. The boys back. Boys are buzzing. Um, it's kind of all I got right now. You know, I'm just, I'm happy about the Knicks. I really am. I just, I'm so happy. 
and I'm just the complete opposite about the Yankees. It's like I can't have both, you know. I can't have both. It's just that's how it always. That's how it is, I guess. We got the Giants draft coming up. I don't want to get started with Dave Gettleman. I hope, I hope they get Devontae Smith. But that's another podcast, and that's going to come. Your boy's back. Long story short, guys, I mean, I had to deal with a bunch of COVID shit. You know, I don't want to get into it. I'm not that kind of person who like likes to air their personal life. But if you know me, and most of you that are listening to this know me, you know I dealt with a bunch of COVID crap, all that shit. And it sucked. But, you know, I'm back now. The boy's back. We're ready. It's going to be a new and improved podcast. I hope the boys, the boys are going to be buzzing in Nashville this weekend. And I hope the boys are going to listen to this on the plane tomorrow morning. Your boy Lone Wolf wishes he was there, et cetera, et cetera. I hope the boys are listening to this going to Nashville and saying, you know what, Dan, you're right about a lot of stuff, even though I tell them all this anyway. I hope the boys have a good time in Nashville. My boy Twig's bachelor party, the man, the legend, getting married. God bless that whole thing. He has. I'm not just saying this, and you know, I'm, if you want to stop listening, go ahead. Nick, you got a good one. Good for you. I'm happy for you, dude. Really, you're gonna have a you know a great life. You picked it. You know, you figured it out. So my boy Twig figured it out. Maybe someday I will. Probably not though. All right, that's it. I'm not even drunk. That's the funny part about it. I'm like, like four fucking white claws. That's it. I'm just in a good mood. I'm high on the Knicks. Knicks, drug of choice tonight. Playing great. Love it. Edwin, don't get too drunk down there. I will be expecting snaps. I will be expecting all that stuff. If Edwin gets too drunk, I have to know. So, the boys, you hear this? If you're down in Nashville, make sure we get them. All right. Your boy's out. Everyone, I hope you enjoyed the episode. You know, I'm trying to get back into it. So I'm going to get back more into it. I know people were missing the, you know, they were missing the podcast. And I kind of was like, hey, you know what? I'm pretty decent at this. I'm not bad. You know, the ad read. I should just do ad reads for uh, all these radio stations. Beautiful voice. Just kidding. But really, everyone, stay safe out there. Enjoy the good weather that's coming after tomorrow. Tomorrow's going to be brick. Then we got like nice 60s, 70s the next week or two. Good to go. Enjoy it. Stay safe.